Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are in New York City. We are in Manhattan, and we are surrounded by lots of sound equipment and many keyboards, and we are speaking to Christy Krings. Christy, welcome to Motivate Me. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Can you please tell everybody exactly what your passion is? Well, um, I am a singer and a songwriter. I love to perform and communicate with people, and I'm a motivational speaker. Where did this start for you? This started playing the piano as a little kid in hiding. My sister took piano, piano lessons, but I was too shy to take piano lessons. And so I would sneak into the room in which our piano was when we were kids and I would play um, when nobody else was around. And so I taught myself to play the piano and to create music and to sing then. And then when I was in the sixth grade, Mrs. Ryder, my um, choir teacher, she would she would do this terrifying thing where while we were all singing as a group she'd put her ear right next to each child's mouth and listen and she was listening and she said you you're gonna have a solo and i had to have a solo performance and it was terrifying but it was the beginning do you still remember what that was yes it was let it be by the beatles you know i want to ask you to sing that now <laughs> can i even remember the words of course i of course i can so <laughs> yes i can let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. I'm so jealous. I can't even tell you how jealous I am. I just think people who can sing, like, well, listen to my voice. Where am I going? Well, no, no. I believe anybody can sing unless you are truly tone deaf, which is mm -hmm. rare. Right. You can sing. Well, and I know today you're going to give me a little brief lesson in singing, right? I After this. Hardly, it can hardly <laughs> wait. It's going to be great. At, on the final day of our 50-state tour, here, have a singing lesson. Yeah, that's a great time. And in the morning. Everybody yes. loves to sing in the morning. It's going to be yeah. perfect. I, I can't wait. So, okay. So you, what you did later, though, in life with this passion is what? Tell everybody. Like, how are you, how are you incorporating this into your world? Okay, so I love to write music as much as I love to perform it. And performance is a separate thing for me. So I also speak. So I get to use my voice just in a different way when I'm out speaking and um, giving my presentations. But with um, music creation, I married my producer, Eric. It was a very handy marriage. I'm just kidding. I love him. But, um, <laughs> and he and I get the opportunity to have our studio in our home. It's our, our entire living room is our recording studio. And that enables us to, um, you know, have access to the means of production and to create music anytime we want. And that's been huge, huge for us. So yeah, so I love to sing and I love to get out there, but um, I, <coughs> uh, I mentioned that I use my voice in a different way in my speaking career. And so I speak with a group called Rachel's Challenge. It's an, um, people call us an anti-bullying school assembly program. We don't call ourselves that because we 
are more for something rather than against something. So we're pro-kindness rather than anti-bully. And so I get to go into schools and uh, communicate with students and help them realize what their true power is, that they have a lot of power. You know, children are a very powerless group of people. They don't have a voice necessarily. And so with Rachel's Challenge, the main message is, is that you can actually change your world. You can change your sphere of influence so through simple and small acts of kindness. You can change the world. And that's what you speak of. That's when what I speak about. you speak, that's what you, yeah. you know, I taught high school. I didn't know that. Yes. What'd you teach? 12 years, high school English. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So I understand the value of what you're doing yeah. in the school system. That's amazing. Yeah. What kind of challenges, <clears throat> and I know as a singer-songwriter, there's many. And I know you guys just moved to the city, to New York City from Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. That was a big transition. Mm-hmm. Huge. Does that have something to do with your hesitations and challenges? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So the music industry, where do I even start? Nobody's getting paid to write music these days. And it's, it's really difficult when your passion is not something that can also sustain you. So we, we've come across many challenges along the way, many challenges down and through the road. So intellectual property law is a real issue. We've struggled to own our own music. We've struggled to um, own our you know, ability to create new music. We went through, like I, uh, we have an album that's nearly 80% done, and then it was caught up in a crazy legal battle that would only happen in the entertainment industry and um, halted our production on, the, we were actually legally prevented from creating new music for many years. Like, can you imagine that? Why? Can you imagine that? Oh, know. that is a long story. That is a long story. But it had to do with, did the recordings, did the record company own our music or did we own our music? So that's what it had to do with. So that's why we went independent. That's why we now own our own studio. That's why we um, brought it here to this space, to New York City. We really wanted to be, the, New York City is a really magical place. If you've never been here, if you've never um, visited, it, what they say about it really is true. And to tap into the creative energy of the city is what we really wanted to do. And so when we had the opportunity to move here, we really took it and ran with it. And so that's what we're doing here, where we, we kind of wanted to break free from those challenges that we'd had before with our ability to create our own music and get out here and sort of have a renaissance of our own uh, creative abilities. Well, and the reason, the reason why I'm speaking with you today mm -hmm. is because, you know, I'm just out here on the road trying to inspire my audience to do something that they're passionate about. Yeah. And I say, envision it for yourself, explore what it would take, and then execute a plan. And I mean, you executed. You know, you and Eric took that leap, you, you left Colorado, you set up the studio in your living room here, <laughs> and you're in New York City making things happen. What do you think you've learned about yourself? Hmm, that's a great question. In this process specifically, what I've learned about myself is that I really am willing to take risks, to um, do what, like what you said, to do what I envision myself doing. Um, and I've learned that um, input is necessary for the creative process. Like <sighs> new experiences are just so valuable. They're so valuable to our creative process, to us as a couple. Experiencing new things brings us closer. It brings us um, just all of this inspiration that's been, it's been very, very useful. What I've learned is that the next time I feel stuck, the next time I have writer's block, 
I'm gonna move, I'm gonna pick up, I'm gonna take a big risk and I'm gonna do something crazy. That's what I learned. Or you could just take a big road trip. It'll do pretty much the same thing. That's probably true. That's probably true. (laughs) It'll help too. But we'll do something out of our routine the next time we feel stuck. Shock your system. That's right. What advice would you give people on pursuing whatever passion they have? Do it. Do it. I know that sounds really simple, but but if you want to do something, do it. Do it. There's always going to be a ton of reasons why it doesn't make sense. And those reasons are valid and they're real, but so are the reasons to do the thing that you want to do. And those are just as valid and in my opinion, more valid, more real, more important. Um, because letting the, I, the, I should do this versus the, I want to do this rule you will lead to, um, in my opinion, misery. What do you love so much? about singing and songwriting? I've thought for a long time about what I love it, why I love it, but I don't know how to describe it except that when I'm creating music, when I'm singing, when I'm performing, when I'm speaking, it's the only time in my life where I feel flow. I, it's, I'm not thinking about anything else. It's like relaxing. It's almost meditative to me um, when we're creating, when, when I'm performing. It calms me. I just feel in the zone. Um, and that is what I love about it. Also, I think the opportunity to communicate something to somebody that I could help somebody else. I mean, I, I, I feel like the most important thing we can do in life is, um, help each other in our journeys. And so the opportunity to do that, uh, by being in front of people, by saying something, is really valuable to me. I'm really grateful for it. And so that's that's what I love about it. I love that there's the opportunity, there's the chance to make a difference, to do something good, to create something that wasn't there before, to leave a mark, to say, hey, I was here, I existed. Here's this thing that I did. What can people expect when they move into a new city? <laughs> what can people expect when they move into a new city? People can expect chaos with your move. Don't expect things to go well. Lower your expectations. Lower your expectations. It definitely helps things with the move. But in New York, at least, you can expect to um, be surprised around every quarter. I feel like I can go on a walk here and see something new, interesting, weird that I would not see anywhere else in the world and be inspired. And so what you can expect out of a new move is to have a lot of new input and hopefully a lot of new thoughts and a lot of new insights about yourself, your situation, and, and maybe even the world. How can people check out your music? Um, uh, www.christykrings.com. Okay, we'll make sure to include that in our show notes. Thank you so much and best of luck with what you're doing, really. Oh, hey, thank you so much. Can you sing a little something for us? Just to prove it to everybody oh. so that so they have something to compare it to because you're about to give you a voice lesson. <laughs> Very embarrassing for me, but I, that's okay, right? It's all about getting outside of that comfort zone. So let, let it, you know, it's okay. Let it fly. I, okay. What song to sing, though? Um, blue, oh, so lonesome for you. Why can't you? I'm going to be blue over you in one second. I am blue right now because I know what's coming. First things first, can you match my tone? No. See if you can match this 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 note. Sing that note when you are ready. Oh my gosh. 
Ooh. Boom! You can sing! High five! Ooh. No, that is because tone deafness really okay. is the struggle. If you're tone deaf, it's gonna be a lot harder, but you can match tone. So you are. I can match it like logically, but you just did it. Okay. Ooh. Immediately. Take a nice big deep breath. Just perfect. Did you see how your rib cage expanded? Mm -hmm. Great. Now see if you can hold that feeling. Okay. I'm holding okay. it. So ex exhale. Now, nice big deep I'm breath. I'm still in. expanded. And what? Oh, you. Good job. Yeah. But you can exhale. You can relax. And then we're gonna take a nice big deep breath in and make a loud noise. That's all we're gonna do. And I want mm -hmm. you to have your hand on your stomach. And, and I mean a really loud noise. Okay. A really loud noise. Okay. In. <clears throat> ha! Ha! All right. Did karate you, again. <laughs> you brought me back to karate when we did karate. Yeah. Did you do karate? Mm -hmm. I want to do karate. You have a cool job. Okay. Nice big deep breath. Yeah. Ha! Did you, okay. did, you see, did you see Finding Dory? Because I feel like I'm speaking well. Oh. That was great. That was great. Put your hand right here. Okay, you're going to put that sound on your hand. Imagination. Okay. This helps. Okay, ready, set. Oh. Beautiful. Now one half note up. Uh, 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 excellent. One more time. Uh, 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 uh. There it is. Thank you so much for this you amazing lesson. Bet. That was not. I'm trying. The scene's hard. You know, for people like you, it's not. But for people like me, I mean, I. Oh, well, believe me. Yeah, it's been. I've only been singing for way too many years. It takes years. It's it's a muscle. But any, if you can sing, if you can match a tone, it's just like doing bicep curls. It's a muscle, and you can build it and ha have more control. Maybe I need singing lessons. I'd be happy to give them to you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Give me one reason. And, wait, what is that? Give me one reason to, to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. That's what I got. Oh, good. That was excellent. You sing it now. I don't know the words. Okay. That's, those are all the words that I know from that song. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.